quick disclaimer before we start the show. While we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome, everybody, to the eighth episode of the Phone Buzz Podcast, recorded October 14th of 2019. This show is brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast for all the latest news and extra content from the show. My name is Evan Krause, and I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How are you, man? I'm pretty good. Good, good, good. And uh, Christian Crawford. How are we doing, everybody? How are you, dude? I'm good. I'm going on a trip soon. I'll probably tell you a little bit about it once I get back, but... Um... It has to do with our employer, as we allude to throughout the show. Um, it's going to be pretty awesome. I'm, I'm super excited for it. Good, good. Do you guys uh, have any juicy stories this week? Uh, I mean, I, it's not anything work-related that I have, um, but in oh, episode four, episode five, around there, probably. I um, think so, yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. One of, one of those, or around those episodes, we brought up Apple Arcade, and how I was messing around with it, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, they have now launched on all platforms they have. They have it on the iPads now. They have it on the Apple TVs. They have it on their MacBooks now, as long as with the iPhones. Oh, it's on Mac OS? Yeah. Oh, on Mac I, did OS not, now. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. It's yes, everywhere. Have you uh, used it on... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go for it. Oh, well, you can go ahead. Have you used it on your MacBook yet? I know you're subscribed to it, and we kind of talked to that. I have. I, I've played a couple games on my MacBook. Um, the... I mean, the only real downside that I, I see on it is I only have the Air version, so the battery goes pretty quick whenever I play games. Mm-hmm. Um, so Does I, it, I, How do the controls work on it? Is it... It's all... It's I not touch-based, obviously. <laughs> so, the only games I've played have been the, the touch bar. I mean, not, not not like the touch bar that they have, but like the trackpad oh, the tra- okay. on it. Um, but I've only played like... Uh, quick little games like one of the ones i played with the most was uh mini motorways or i think it's called mm-hmm. did you beat that golf game yet i did yeah. i did beat it yeah. i still haven't seen yeah, it you still gotta show um me, yeah i i beat it about a week ago and then about at, a week ago <laughs> and at the end of it uh they even tell us like right away if anybody out there has beat it or is going to beat it soon they tell you right away they're already working on dlc to come out with a new hey. one because oh, right. you have a there's a campaign mode but it's also multiplayer uh-huh. i haven't haven't dabbled in the multiplayer yet but okay. does it save be- your progress across games like if you're if you're playing on your mac os does it save it across to your ios platform yes and no um so it the only one that I've had, I cross-played was the Mini Motorways one, mm-hmm. and it, it cross-saves, like, through the Game Center, mm-hmm. but the only thing it cross-saves is your... So, like, with the Mini Motorways, the big thing is you have, like, you pick a town that you go into, and then you have factories and houses, and you have to... Com- they're color-coordinated, and you have uh-huh. to combine them through roadways. Um, it saves, like, the progress of, like, how far I was, so I made it through every city, and many motorways. Yes, I have a problem. I, I <laughs> know this. slight addiction. Um, That's why he's keeping his iPhone, probably. Yeah. Um, we'll see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it saves, like, all the towns I've gone across, but it doesn't save, like, your achievements. So it's based on how many cars you're able to transport back and forth be- before, like, a time limit runs out of one of the factories. Uh-huh. 
and so it'll like with my phone i did like munich at like 500 cars was what i had well i've got like, no frame of reference for, yeah. for yeah. what so, this stuff so like munich, Sounds super cool. music is a level okay, okay um and but it's a city of course too sure, a real sure. city uh but so like i could play that on my mac instantly mm-hmm. whereas like i had to unlock it on my phone so i okay. could play it instantly but it didn't save the 500 cars i did the first time on my phone damn so like, it's it, all okay. new it's a new leaderboard but it tracks your progress it's probably because of the control scheme if i had to guess yeah it's probably like like you have an advantage on one or the other mm-hmm. it's kind of like how they don't let you play uh if you have a controller setup or controller support for like an uh a shooting game like th- i think PUBG limits if you have a controller versus using touchscreen controls yeah like it only pair you with people that have the same controls yeah for that reason uh but no apple apple arcade is great um you have moved back to iphone evan i (laughs) highly highly (laughs) recommend you at least check it out they give you a month trial so why not i was gonna um and you have an apple tv too like i haven't played any games on apple tv but i was probably going to see you soon but it's it's still expanding every day too like Mm -hmm. i've still find more and more games that i'm playing now that are fun that like no no two games are are the same they're all unique and i think that's really cool it's only five dollars a month it's not a bad program to subscribe to it's pretty banging yeah i've I've taken a look at it on my tv but i haven't subscribed yet i just haven't made that jump <laughs> yeah because he's got that new new uh, i want you uh, why don't you tell the uh the oh, waiting yeah. audience about uh about your new little phone evan so um Aside from all the dirt that I threw at this phone, um, <laughs> I have picked up the 11 Pro Max. Uh, upon a belief, yes, I have it, and now we are chilling, and I love it. Yeah. It's did you? Which, which color did you get? I got the green one. You got the green one. Yeah, the one he originally said looked gross. Yeah, until I got it in my hand. Yeah. But no, I, I like it. it. The battery life is freaking awesome. It's quick. Uh, it's snappy. I like how they updated the face ID so it's a lot quicker. Because mm-hmm. uh, that was one of the bad things about the X. It was just kind of slow for the face ID, I'm, stuff like I'm that. quit. Yeah, and just <laughs> pooped out on me. Um, but no, I got that. Um, and of course, I had to match it you know, with an Apple Watch. So I got a new Apple God. Watch, too. Uh, um, he's going full in. We have gone balls deep um, <laughs> in the ecosystem here. <laughs> Okay, so Zach has dropped an F-bomb, Evan's dropped a balls deep, I have dropped a fugly as hell, which isn't even that bad, so, uh, no, you know, it's one per episode, so we we still got that PG-13 rating, I think, but, uh, I think that's fair, yeah, I mean, yeah, (laughs) uh, didn't mean to cut you off, what else, uh, what are you loving about the phone, I know you said battery life is a big one, Mm -hmm. face ID is a big one, like, what's been your, what, what are you loving about it? To be honest, like, it's just the, the overall smoothness, I feel, of the phone, um, now, it doesn't quite compare to the 90 hertz refresh rate, that, is kind of lacking but yeah. ultimately you kind of you don't really notice it as much it just the colors really pop on it, it just i don't know it feels updated as stupid yeah. as that sounds it just feels like it really supports ios 13 well right i so. mean that's probably one big thing with ios in general ios is super smooth i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you 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 can't disclaim that even yeah, if no, you hate iphones like you can't just be like well no it's not because it's true right unless it's running on a three-year-old um, iphone well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Got it. So it's one of the things, like, like you said, you don't even notice it because, like, the iOS is so smooth. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I don't want to say it's almost like you have a 90 hertz because you can still tell the difference. Sure. But, like, it's not that big of a difference, I guess you'd yeah. say. And man, 90 um, hertz is gonna look good on it. Oh yeah, yeah it will. I'm excited. Um, honestly, honestly, it was kind of like I missed, I missed how it like 
everything works on yeah. iPhone. Yeah. yeah. I know that I sounds that. dumb, but no, I get that. That's I totally a big one. It's like coming home. It's like coming home. That's why I like uh, I like having an iPad as well as having an Android phone because it kind of gives me the both the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Like for my primary mobile operating system, yeah, I definitely prefer Android. Um, but uh, yeah, using an iPad on a daily basis, like it kind of gives me that little little flavor, little taste of that iOS ecosystem. <laughs> little which, taste. Yeah, there's there's a lot to love about it. Yeah. Also, I, like uh, I can't remember if you've mentioned it before. Have you moved to iPad OS? I did. I actually just updated it two nights ago. I've not got a lot of like experience with it. It's my tablet I use for school, but I haven't uh, had to use it much over the weekend, obviously. One thing that immediately throws me off is I do appreciate using the screen real estate a lot more, but, man, the icons are small. Like I can show you guys here. Um, yeah, the icons are really small on the oh, screen. Oh, wow, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know why I just... <laughs> kind of bugs me first off i'm sure i'll get used to it like i thought they were huge whenever i first saw like the first ipad so you know i'm sure i'm sure the opinion's going to change there but that's the first thing that strikes me um of course having dark mode super nice get safari in dark mode get all the mm. native apps in dark mode gotta love it um can you make it zoomed on an ipad because that probably will, that will increase the icon size a little bit yeah, you, you probably can. Like I said, I haven't dug too deep into it. I've I've only had it on my iPad for like maybe mm-hmm. twenty four hours, so I've not dug into it. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll keep everybody updated on on my look into multitasking. Multitasking? Yeah. Like the split screen it's stuff. Fun. It's cool. No, it's uh like you can be in one app mm-hmm. and then you can throw like tabs up on the right hand side, run them like five deep, and it just takes like a quarter of your screen. You can click them, and you can expand them all out, and you can just run back and forth between, like, six tabs at oh, once. I think there was a – was there a version of that on the OS beforehand? Because I know, like, you can have – there was – you could have, like, little tabs on it, um, but I don't think you could switch between them like that. Yeah, so, so – Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're both going to say the same thing. Whenever you, like, have the tab open on the right side, especially on, like, the pros where there there's no home button, you can, like – you know how you, at the bottom of the – at the of the phone that you can like swipe back and forth on mm-hmm. that bar you can do that with like the second tab open okay and like cool. go back and forth with the little ones on the side while oh. having the same big one open mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'll have cool. to like i said i'll have to dig into it i'm sure that's going to improve my use case a lot on it but definitely cool. yeah so far uh, again looks uh looks and feels pretty similar to previous version i do appreciate having the widgets on the home screen that is super nice um yeah just looking looking forward to digging into it more for sure now, um, one big thing I uh, I wanted to bring up before tomorrow happens um, is more Pixel Pixel Talk. Yes, um, the preview. Yes, I guess at time of release, this will be like the. Um, it'll be old news, it, and we'll all know. It'll, it'll be released, but I mean, like we pretty much have the official stuff here. So mm-hmm. even though we're doing this a day early, like <laughs> nothing's gonna change. Yeah, we've seen boxes in the wild. We've seen everything <laughs> pretty much. A couple like big features, though, I'd like to talk about, Go or at it. least uh, state. Mm-hmm. Um, one was now I'm gonna read a quote from a website here. Um, Unlike its Android competitor, Google is supposedly taking a page out of Apple's Face ID playbook. Um, by, by employing a dot projector uh, paired with infrared flood luminary, blah, blah, blah. Pretty much the IR camera is now going to read facial features. Okay. So it's no more just kind of like taking a picture and then boom, there you go. It's more like reading the full the full facial features just like just like an iPhone. So ultimately right. I think it's going to be more protective and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully quicker. I'm assuming it'll be quicker. Yeah. Um, but Which, it's nice to see those things come in now. Yeah, throwback to, to episode one. We talked about Face ID. Um, shout out for y'all that have been listening since episode one. Hey. Um, I Like I said, I'm a huge fan of, of Face ID. I think we all kind of agree that we're a big fan of Face ID. What I'm not a fan of is not having the choice between Face ID and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Kind of like on, on iPhones, like 
it has to be has to be really good to the point that you don't even recognize that it's there. So um, I haven't I, I haven't really dug deep into this, but do you know if the Pixel Four is rumored to have the in-display fingerprint reader, or is it going to just be the face face I ID? I believe I'm actually not entirely sure because hmm. um, I haven't. Mostly, what I saw was kind of Face ID related, and right, not so much too. the fingerprint. So I, I'm assuming, um, I guess shit, we'll know by tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but I'm assuming no. Yeah, uh, I read the because there's been like packaging leaked of it. It looks just mm-hmm. like the Pixel Three and Three A packaging, and from what I can recall, there wasn't any mention of like a like a fingerprint scanner, right. or a Touch ID, or anything like that. So maybe they are going full in on the Face ID, and hopefully, it's good enough to to carry all the biometrics. Let's hope. I yeah. did a quick Google search because it's what we got? 2019. What we got? Um, <laughs> there's no fingerprint scanner visible, though suggesting the Pixel 4 XL could adapt one under the screen still. Hmm. That was October 4th, so about 10 days ago. Interesting. So could that be the one thing that hasn't been leaked? Maybe. Could be. We, we're still waiting on the last like 10 minutes of that sex tape to be unveiled, I guess. <laughs> Yikes. Um, <laughs> Haven't Jeez. we? We've leaked most of it, but we haven't leaked the the finish. <laughs> we're 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 running dangerously close to having to put the uh, the explicit tag explicit, on all of our yeah. podcasts. Oh, like there's not 13 year olds that have already been doing that. Oh, probably. Let's, yeah, that let's uh let's take a quick step away from that topic. Um, <laughs> another thing that I saw um, was there's motion sense. Um, so another quote here. Um, it's a little lengthy, so bear with me here. It says, There are plenty of instances where interacting with the display is impossible. Preparing food, doing the dishes, walking from a groggy sleep. Um, with Motion Sense, a new feature powered by blank, by, uh, you know, Google, um, uh-huh. users <laughs> won't have to physically touch their screen to, com- uh, to complete tasks like switching songs, silencing calls, or turning off alarm clocks. Also, so, real quickly, yeah. this is but for sleepwalkers. Yeah. It's the I perfect Because you said walking. When you're walking from sleep. Walking from a groggy sleep. That's a straight quote. So <laughs> I'm just reading what it's quoted. It says walking. So essentially it's like if you're really tired and don't want to have to like touch your phone, you can do things with your hand. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Yes. Like stop. Yes. <laughs> stop that. <laughs> we all know what I'm getting. R rating, nope. We don't want that. <laughs> no, but I think that'll be cool. I mean yeah. it kind of gives you the option to not you know, obviously just do things without your hands. Waking also. What? Oh, it's oh. waking, not walking. There's no. Oh, oh. Hey, that's what I saying. Like walking from sleep, like it's very niche. Like if you're asleep walking, it's gonna be great. This for is you. the best phone for you. Uh, okay, Evan side can't note: read. we have we have protection programs just in case you drop your phone sleepwalking. Hi, my name is Evan. I'm 19. And I barely know how to read. <laughs> also, that yeah, just reminded me of the stepbrothers when they're just throwing things. Oh, okay. like the very last one, they bring the Christmas tree. In. Oh, yikes! Damn. No, but I think it'd be pretty oh cool. God. That's got to be the title of the episode, Pixel yeah. 4. The sleepwalking phone. <laughs> the sleepwalking phone. <laughs> Triple exclamation question mark. Oh, man. Oh, oh my God. Man. Um, in, that, in the time that we were <laughs> talking about that, I was looking at the, the box of the Pixel 4. And, yeah, confirmed I did not see anything mentioned about, uh, about a fingerprint reader. So looks like they're going full in on Face ID. And the standard model is 64 gigabytes. Not 128, not 256. 64 gigabytes. Even which, for the XL? Even for the XL. Standard Ooh. 64 gigabytes. Hmm. Which kind of brings me to, i uh, got a question for you guys. What's the most storage you've ever put on a phone? 256. 
256. I mean, okay, let me phrase it this way. What's the most oh, you've ever filled on a gotcha. Oh. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, I think for me it was like 47 gigs. Okay, what about you, Zach? I kind of want your answer first. Me? Yeah. I, the most I've ever put on a phone is, I think, around what Evan said. I think it's been like 40, 42 gigabytes. So I'm sitting <laughs> at 95 right now. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, um, okay. So yeah, I've actually, I've hit that. But I mean, I, I actually looked in this last night too because, uh, I mean, this is ongoing thing. I'm looking at the Pixel still. Like It's still okay, a, a real okay. viable option even with Apple Arcade and all that I've talked mm-hmm. about. Uh, but the biggest thing that I've seen too was it's going to be 64 for the standard size. So yep. I'm kind of waiting on prices. I mean, a lot of it would be if I do, like, if the 128 is reasonably priced and it's cheaper than my phone right now, I'll probably end up moving that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I do end up going with a 64 gigabyte, like, can I make the space kind of thing? Right. Yeah. And, and, th- and that's why it's exactly what I was asking that is because. I think I think Google is relying upon people to put all their photos and media up in Google Photos because mm-hmm. it's the unlimited, you know, right. high quality, like original quality storage. And so they're banking on people mostly using that space for photos. So my question to you is, most of that space that's being taken up on your phone, is it media files? Is it photos and videos? What is it? So I, I looked last night too, and most of mine, and I mean, that's where I like really considered it. Most of mine's podcast alone. Really? Uh, yeah. So I realized that. Uh, I mean, one kind of flaw of Apple Podcast mm-hmm. is if you subscribe to something, you automatically download all of them. Does it delete it and after a certain amount of days, though? After you play it, it'll oh. only delete it after you oh. listen to it and play it all the way through. Uh, so mm. something. I mean, I haven't really kept up on it, but I, I, every now and then is Joe Rogan's podcast because mm-hmm. those I, are long. They're they're really long, and I enjoy and listen to them, but it's not something I can get to every day with my life. Like I don't have that kind of time to sit down and listen to a whole hour of podcast sure. or three um, hours. <laughs> yeah, so the, he has like thirteen hundred episodes out. So mm-hmm. I had thirteen hundred episodes. Holy crap! Saved That's insane. Because Damn. I yeah, I mean not only that, but I just got into him probably like into his podcast like a year ago. Yeah. So there was like a thousand episodes just from before I even started listening that downloaded themselves. Dang. So I imagine, I mean, if I cleared all that out, I'm down to like 60-something. Um, text messages are really bad, too. Yeah. I haven't deleted text messages since 2015. And it's probably like not just the text messages, it's but the also... the photos inside yeah, of it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All the stuff inside of it. That surprised me about Apple Podcasts, though, because on... I know at least on Google Play Music, I, I'm pretty sure it's the same for Google Podcasts. You can have it set to where the last three episodes are the only ones that stay on your device, and it'll just delete the ones before that point to prevent that problem. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did not know that was such an issue. There, were, there was a setting, and I, I need to turn off. I'm gonna turn off right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's either you you basically have to pick and choose. Do you want every episode downloaded, or do you want none of them downloaded and you run through like a cloud kind right. of like streaming? Right. And I mean, that's one I need to just go to through streaming, but I have a few other ones that I stay up on like week their weekly podcast or uh-huh. like Phone Buzz Podcast. Phone yeah. Buzz Podcast. Phone Buzz. Hey. And then I mean I I big sports guy mentioned this. I have a couple of fantasy football ones I listen to that are daily. But right. other than that, they're all weekly pretty much. So. Yeah. Oh, I wanna update my answer because I actually just looked at my phone and the amount of storage I'm using. So I'm on the OnePlus seven Pro, two fifty six gigs of storage. Um, I'm currently using 56.34 gigabytes, which mm. is the most I've ever used in a phone. I've never used anything over 64 gigabytes. So what's taking it up is uh, 
apps on the phone are taking up 13 gigabytes uh, system. It says 19. There's no way. That, that seems wrong. Um, and then photos and videos are 18 gigabytes, so using up quite a bit there. But um, So that, that's – I'm sorry. What, what, what do you have on your phone, Evan? Like what's taking up your space? I actually just, just got on here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 64. I just went with the base model 64. Um, okay. And I have 45 available. Now, I oh, didn't wow. do like – when I went to my um, – temporarily went to it like a seven plus mm-hmm. i just kind of started over just got like the bare bones stuff right and then transferred from that phone to this phone so that's okay. why i don't have a ton okay um it looks like most of it is just like videos and photos mm-hmm. i have shoot 61 applications so like i don't have a ton but you know obviously it's not a whole lot on my phone and i feel like i i don't know do you guys think we're in the minority of using up storage on our phone because it seems that we've not used more than, I mean, in except Zach's example, which is mostly podcasts. <laughs> like we haven't used more than like, let's say 75 gigs on a phone, but standard phones are now 128 and it's probably going to move up to 256. Mm-hmm. And there's even 512 options out there. I mean, are we in the minority there? Like, I don't know, just based on like the people we interact with at work. Like, I, I, f- I don't know. I don't know. On average, I feel like we're, it's kind of normal. I don't know. I feel like to have not that much storage. On I feel it. like there's a ton of people that get the bigger storage size, but just never use it. Yeah. Well, I think for a long time too, we were, I mean, it, it kind of depends on the person. I'm looking at mine now too. Uh, after deleting just Joe Rogan's podcast, I'm on a 66.8 gigs. Oh my God. Wow. That was like, like 30, 30 some gigs. Holy yeah. Cow. Holy crap. Dude. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of Joe. But I have 13 <laughs> gigs of music left and then 10 and a half gigs of photos. Uh, those are my next two. I mean, I have... How much in fo- how much photos, sorry? Uh, 12.99. Okay. I mean, no, yeah. sorry. 10.64. How many oh, photos 12.99. Uh, it's probably a lot of photos. A couple thousand. Yeah. Plus videos. Does that include so, videos? Yeah, it's going to include videos, Yeah, a too. couple thousand. Um, but, I mean, I think half of it, too. A lot of times when we sell phones, like, I guess what we're in, like a third or fourth generation of phones that like you had to upgrade at least apples mm-hmm. like with storage size right it's more of like a lot of time people did it to future proof because it was like well how long have you had this phone and it was like cool like imagine you're gonna double that and i think that's where a lot of that happened whereas we're realizing now where it's not like it's not gonna be like progressive it's not gonna be like, doubling as much yeah it's not gonna be doubling like you're gonna you're gonna hit a plateau you're gonna go stagnant mm-hmm. with it right um so that's half of it. And I mean, me alone, like looking at it, like I know I have 12 gigs of photos. I can put them in like the cloud and all that. Mm-hmm. But there's half of it that, I mean, I know this is, this is me being paranoid and I know <laughs> it's not true, but it's like, if it's in the cloud, like what happens if something happens to them in the cloud, they delete and they're no, gone forever. That's a fair point. Uh, so that's why in like half of it, like I kind of like having the 10 gigs in my phone still. Cause like, I know I have a physical copy on my phone and they're also in the iCloud too. Right. So I have more than one storage spot on them, but I don't know. I think that's part of it too, where photos are always going to grow. Cause there's people like me out there that are always going to want the photo, fo- like a hard copy physically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then like on their phone, not physically, I don't print all my photos out. Uh, but they're going to the hard right. copy and one in the cloud because I mean, what happens if something yeah. does happen? That's a good quick, point. Quick, uh, quick question. Do you pay for extra? Yeah. It's 99 cents a month. So you pay for the 50? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did too. I yeah. mean, I was paying for that one. I still have that one. They plus. give you, <laughs> they give you five gigabytes for free. I know. Like that's it's not even nothing. enough to store like a thousand photos and your backups. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been they, running on Google's free one for 15 gigabytes and like, I've not even touched, you know, how much I could be using on that. See, I'm using 33 of my 50. Really? Yeah. 
and it's like what two ninety nine for two hundred gigs. Yep, two ninety nine. Like it's not that much. But yeah. I mean the the scarier thing too about like with iOS versus an Android with Android like your phone can back up anytime for Google and I don't I don't think they ever charge you for it. No. But like so uh, you could have your Android device back up every single day. Mm-hmm. But if you're like iOS, if your phone doesn't work, you have to rely on like the, you had backup. your phone backing up uh-huh. with the iCloud storage. Right. So that's one thing that they're kind of like forcing you into because like I've thought about you just like turning off my backups because if my phone makes it to the next phone, I can do their nice feature they have now with like the hover. Yeah. Hover over the direct transfer. Yeah, the direct transfer. Pretty sweet. But it's the same thing. Your phone has to survive. Like if your phone doesn't survive, like say, I mean, it could break itself. And I, I guess I kind of do have a story off of that actually. Now oh, yeah. Thinking about <laughs> it. Uh, One of the things that I don't know if you, you probably know this. Did you realize that when you do that hover over transfer, it actually doesn't pull from a backup? It, it, it has direct, the option. To yeah, it. It, yeah, but it, yeah. if you it choose it, it does a Wi Fi direct. Doesn't it? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it, it doesn't pull off of a backup yeah. unless yeah. you choose it to. That's, it's what I'm a saying. That's why it's yeah. a lot better. Yeah. Exactly. Because then you can start fresh with your backups at mm-hmm. that point. So there's a lot of people, for example, in our job that just don't ever turn on backups. And yeah. It's like, what are you doing? You need to have this. And what surprised me more, too, not to cut you off, what oh, surprised yeah, me more, too, is like the people that think. They have an iCloud backup set up, and they do not. They don't. <laughs> and they and just yeah. don't. And then they trash their phone, and they're like, yeah. why can't I get my stuff? Well. Like, why the hell is this only coming from May 2018? Like, yeah. Well, you, don't you did that to up. yourself. Yeah. Well, you, you were you were cut off at five gigabytes of iCloud, which is not much. And, like, yeah. if you didn't pay for the extra storage, like, uh, you're kind of screwed. I feel like they should up it to 10. That would be a nice upgrade. Like, yeah. I mean, if anything, just to get, like, on par with Google Photos 15 gigabytes of free which like even um even on Android's default backup system through Google cuz you can back up your apps, you can back up your contacts, you can back up everything. To my knowledge, I've never hit a limit on that. Like iCloud always has a 5 gigabytes, but whenever you're backing up somebody's phone like even my phone, I've never seen that's, yeah, that's I've what never I seen saying. a limit on it. Yeah, like I don't know if there's a limit. Um, I don't think there is. Also, now that mm-hmm. kind of like stirred some of my brain real quick. Yeah. Do you think if like the reason why Apple has their 5 gigabyte limit is cuz we still have like and I I'm about to like we still have phones in circulation and by circulation I don't mean selling still. Mm-hmm. I mean I guess I do still. People that use but, it. Like people that use it like the 6s's and the 7s are still a thing and those were base 16 or 32 still. Uh so Which we is don't insane. <laughs> we don't have the 64. So like if we get to the point where we see 64 gigs of standard, do they raise the base iCloud storage? See, I don't That's know. That's a question. Because ultimately, I think it just comes down to the amount of stuff people have on their phone. Because I what mean, I'm saying. you can so have like, a 16 gig, Apple's and that still already, takes up a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Apple, like by moving up to 64 gigabytes, it said like the standard consumer needs this. Right. So that would theoretically mean the standard consumer needs a bigger iCloud storage too, right? Because the five gigabytes started based on like a 16 or a 32 gigabyte phone, saying uh-huh. that you could ha- still have your whole backup within yeah. five gigabytes. Uh-huh. I think I think that's I think they're trying to get people to go into their services because yeah yeah five gigabytes is not enough and ninety nine cents hey that's easy to swallow so if you can get your if you can convince yourself to buy the ninety nine cents for fifty gigs hey maybe I can convince myself to pay for Apple News Plus maybe maybe five dollars a month for Apple Arcade isn't that big of a deal maybe I can you know subscribe to the new Apple TV service for whatever reason for however much it is a month. I think it's one of those gradual steps because, yeah, you're right. Like, it's it's not enough. Five gigabytes is not enough for a phone. So I think they're getting people to get in the habit of paying for Apple services. 
I like, like that's uh, a very good point. Yeah, they're probably again. It's just it's just priming you to think, hey, like a couple bucks a month for this good service. Why not? Right. Why? I get that. Oh, that's that's yeah. That's good because then I mean you think about all the monthly payments, like the Apple Care monthly payments, like three ninety nine for some phones or no, mm-hmm. excuse me, watches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that's <laughs> that's really easy. Like you said, yeah. it's easy to swallow. It's yeah. not a big payment. It's doable for yeah. most people, and they yeah ties them in. Because that's their, that's their next business model is services. I mean, iPhones year over year. Um, not that they've been declining. I don't think they've been declining much, but they've definitely stagnated. Um, iPads are, I think, actually on the move up, but every other category for them is going down. So they got to move to what's next, what's the most profitable. And with their keynote last, uh, I think it was last March, with um, you know all the services unveilings, all the Apple news, that's when Apple Arcade was announced. That's when that Apple- was in the spring. Well, yeah. Uh, sorry, last March, like this, this last spring. I phrased oh, that. I sorry. phrased that wrong earlier this like, year. I should say. Well, I guess. Te- I mean, did did, it, was did, it the spring? They yeah, did it? I'm pretty sure they I teased it, it, and they didn't give any like official dates or. Oh any yeah, official... they teased it back then. Well, right. I mean, because it was more more or less teased with like the iOS 13 betas and stuff like that. So right. yeah, that would have been over the summer. So yeah, so they they've definitely developed a big push into the services market because the hardware market is going to stagnate because pretty much everybody's got a phone and everybody's got the devices they need by this point pretty much. So they got to think how we're going to, how we're going to get that next buck, how we're going to get the next dollar and going back to iCloud storage, you know, paying for more than five, five gigs a month is not that big of a price to get you into the ecosystem. True. Definitely. Like everyone on social media tweet at us, let us know like what you do. If you pay for the 99 cents or if you're struggling with the, <laughs> with the five gigs, cause that's a, that's a very interesting topic. Or like what you're even subscribing to, like yeah, beyond yeah. that point. Yeah. Let us know. Cause I know, shoot, I got Apple care on all my stuff now. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I want to revert back real quick because we talked about this. I mean, I, I brought it up faintly. I had a story actually that I didn't think about. So we've all heard of the, like the infamous, like m- people come in, I did this update. Now my phone won't turn on. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I watched it live in person. Oh God! I was sitting there um, right next to him, and it was crazy. Yeah. Uh-oh. So I had a lady. I haven't heard this before. Straight break. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lady um, walk in, and she was like, "Hey, like, can I get the iPhone uh, Pro Max 256?" Mm-hmm. So a twelve hundred and fifty dollars phone. Um, and then I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And I was doing the direct one to one transfer. Uh huh. And we were running through that, and then the the screen went black and popped with the Apple logo, and it usually pops a bar across, mm-hmm. and the bar fills up like white eventually until it clears through. Of well, course. this one had a spinning, uh, like a spinning circle uh-huh. around it, uh, uh-huh. right below it. So uh-huh. I was, uh, yeah, I was like, hmm, this is weird, and we were like, we were sitting there, we were sitting there. Uh, and it was probably like 20 minutes and she's like, is there anything you can do? And I was like, yeah, let me go hook this up to a Mac mini and see if I can force it, force this through. Mm -hmm. So she's like, okay, like take your time. So I I picked up the phone and I walked to, uh, the Mac mini and I, right when I got to the Mac mini, I looked down and the phone was black. Oh, and I was like, whoa, um, I, I, I didn't know what to do, and I did the volume up, volume down, and mm-hmm. then press and hold the power, power button, button, which yeah. is a soft reset for iPhone, if anybody didn't know. Of course, of course. Um, nothing. So I hooked it up to a computer, ran diagnostics on it, 
And sure enough, that phone bricked itself during the software update. Oh, God. Straight up um, right in front of us. Yeah. Ooh. I was just like, I've never seen this before. And I, I, I went back to the customers and I was like, hey, like, here's what's going on. Like, don't worry. I have another phone. Luckily, I did. Uh-huh. Uh, but I like they were the they were in the same all. Like, they were like, I've. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Right. And then we all watched it in live time. It Holy was crazy. Crap. It was like, they weren't even mad just because like they actually watched it happen and realized it was a thing. Right. Like people aren't crazy. It happens. No, it definitely and does. I, I thought it was super cool because actually like, I've, I mean, we've all seen it where uh, mm-hmm. people come in. Hey, I did this update last night. My phone hasn't turned on. So, like I watched it happen in person. I thought it was so cool. And, was, and that and was that's a bra- not probably the right word. <laughs> and that was a brand new phone out of the box. Yeah, yep. I that just it. opened it. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, like he started the transfer and everything. Mm-hmm. Never had that happen. Crazy honestly, in my time. Yeah, I've had like really bad difficulties with um, jailbreaking an iPhone uh-huh. to where like I was in the like the terminal of the phone like right. that bad to where i had to get into that <laughs> to fix it um but i've never had my phone like straight up to brick and so yeah. seeing that was like whoa yeah i mean <laughs> in all crazy. the in all the times i so i used to be our samsung rep before i worked for the <laughs> before i worked for the mobile department that i work for now and i can't even count the times because we had a, a computer and a software that we could flash phones and like flash the latest software to it so we would do it for like if somebody kind of in the same situation, if they tried to do an update over Wi-Fi and it didn't complete or there was problems with it, we just perform a flash and uh, do a software update. Everything usually works fine. But um, yeah, there's in my time there, there was probably five or six instances where somebody had tried to root their phone <laughs> on their own or somebody had tried Good. to like do their own software flashes, like some janky old custom ROM or something. And it broke the device and they, you know, they call up Samsung. They're all pissed off because they want it to get fixed. They bring it to us. We try to do it through the computer, and it just completely breaks the phone. Does not work because we're using official Samsung software and official Samsung builds. And if it detects that the phone has been uh, screwed with, for lack of a better term, in any sort of way, it just voids it. That's just crazy. breaks it. That's insane. Yeah. It, again, five or six times it's happened, and all the times they're like, "I don't know what happened." Like I don't know. like they they act like we don't know what we're talking about. Like. I mean, I don't know. It was like sitting on the couch and doing an update, and I I turn it on and it's not working. Yeah, and <laughs> little do they know that on the um, on the root access screen, there's a little uh, little number matrix, and it says zero by zero. If it says zero by one, that means the uh, the warranty's been voided because they try to put unsupported software on it. So you can hmm. tell every single time that it's not supported. So, Interesting. Yeah, and then seen it many times. I was gonna reiterate too mm-hmm. uh, that. When you said rooting, yeah. it is basically the. I mean, in case everybody doesn't know, yeah, uh, it's another term for jailbreaking. They just right. use jailbreaking for iPhones, rooting for Android. So it's putting a, a fake software that you might have thought was real on there, and then it doesn't help the phone and ruins it more. Right. Uh, or it, so just putting unsupported do. software. Yeah, on exactly. Yeah. So just throwing that out there real quick. <laughs> Unless you know exactly what you're doing, please do not attempt it. Yes. And it's really not that much of a thing anymore. I feel like I feel like rooting and jailbreaking was a big, kind of a big deal, like seven years ago maybe. I think well, it still is. I so think it just. I think it's based on your age, honestly. Yeah, it's really probably true. It isn't. It isn't. It is and it isn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, can't talk right now. <laughs> um, so I follow like a couple people that I first like learned how to do it, honestly. Um, and it really is something where sometimes helps your phone but now you're starting to see like big brands like apple um 
they're t- they're taking on these jailbreak tweaks and implementing them in their software, right? Exactly. Their current software. So like for example, for the longest time, I was jailbreaking iPhones so I could get a dark mode. Mm-hmm. Now, well, now iOS 13 comes along and it's here. Yeah, I was jailbreaking for the. Um, hold on the space bar and use your cursor uh-huh. on like a 6S. I jailbroke a long, oh, like that was like years ago and now it's, you can use it. It was there on the 6S. Well, not, no, the, like the hold on the space bar and like move it around, like in the, a text. From the get go. I don't know, whatever. I still, it came with I know, maybe that was on the 5S. Right, right. Regardless they, of what it came the with phone. 3D touch. Yeah. yeah so. Another thing was like vibrating keycaps. Like that was a thing on my 5S that yeah. I was doing and stuff like that. Like all of these crazy things that, I mean, now it happens. You know that's what I mean? A, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I was listening to a podcast. I think it was the Android Authority podcast, which, again, if you like our podcast, definitely check them out at Android Authority podcast. But um, they had the they had the VP of Google software on, and they had, like, some pretty high-profile people within Google. And they kind of asked them the same question. They said, hey, like, is, you know, software roaming, is that, like, declining? Is it dying? And they said, well, yes and no. People still do like to tinker with their devices, but at the same time, we have hired those people that are really good at it. So Google has kind of acknowledged that, yeah, custom ROMing is a huge thing for those feature sets. And so they just hired the talent and they just included it in the operating system, just like you said. So So it just gets, I mean, it, it keeps people on a fresh phone. Yeah, it keeps you on a fresh phone, keeps you on a stable phone with stable builds and security updates. Um, but yeah, you still get kind of the best of, of the custom ROM community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man, we've uh we've kind of strayed far off. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't even remember what we started on. What did we start on? The pixel motion sensor and stuff yeah. like that. Then Evan thinking that it's built for sleepwalkers. Ah, of course. Yikes. Um, <laughs> yikes. No, uh, one of, one of the things that we have in the notes here. Um, actually, I believe you posted Christian. Uh, Which one's that? The, the gestures, Android gestures. Yeah. Um. The the title of this section was literally called "Android gestures are actually good." Fight me. <laughs> um. The original article that we're sourcing from is actually AndroidAuthority.com. Um. And in this article, the author kind of kind of gives his reasons why he disagrees with the with the gesture system that's uh, you know, launching with Android 10, and it's going to be on the Pixel 4. It's on the Pixel 3s already, and the Pixel 2s, I believe. Um. But his big thing is, so let me just kind of give you the details on it. Uh, So with Google's new mobile services agreement, the company is essentially forcing manufacturers to fully adopt Google's new gesture system. Um, But with that, the users must be able to access the traditional three-button system for accessibility purposes, like if they have, like, arthritis or, you know, can't use the gestures for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, this is likely to prevent fragmentation within the ecosystem. And specifically what the author of the article has a problem with, he says... Um, I think it was a he, it might have been she. Uh, but they say that Google using Apple's gestures is basically saying, well, we couldn't think of anything better for Android, so the Apple ones will do. Um, and then he goes on to say, or she, or they, uh, goes on to say, Android should be different from Apple in more ways than it's the same, because that's the beauty of having the choice between two ecosystems. So my kind of question to you guys, I know you're both around iPhones right now, um, but do you even care that Google is essentially copying iOS gestures? No. Is, why do you say that? Because I feel like these companies are starting to copy each other over and over and over again. And they've been doing that for years. To exactly. Be so to it's be like, fair. exactly. It's <laughs> like, no, this is not nece- necessarily something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's been happening. It's just, it just kind of shows that like these companies are finally kind of piggybacking off each other because they know that they have good ideas. Right, like they're they're solid things that they implement, and so why not? And let's be clear, the gesture system on the iPhone uh, is a direct 
it, it was directly inspired by the gesture system on the Palm Pre, which I don't know if you guys have seen videos of it. Like we'll have to link a video to it, but it functions very similar to an iPhone. And that came out years and years, I think a decade before hmm. iOS uh, gestures did. But it basically uses the idea of the screen you're looking at is essentially like, like a self-contained window and you can move that window and get a different window up. So it's, it's the same idea for the gestures. Um, Zach, I'm interested in your take because you may be moving to a pixel soon. Maybe. Um, what do you think? Like moving from iOS gestures to Android gestures and they're essentially the same. Do you care? Like, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Uh, so I think uh, this really reiterates a point I brought up before in a previous podcast too, is it, for a while with these Pixel phones, I mean, oh, this is all Androids, mm-hmm. but for the Pixel phones, it, uh, they always seem very similar to uh, iPhones and that, that Google is more or less trying to steal the customers um, instead of going straight to Android, that they would uh, they would come over and get this like halfway segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Google saying this now, basically, it's A, going to, force android users i mean it might force android to be like you know what if we're all gonna go this way maybe look at the pixel because yeah. if they're all gonna run the same way maybe we'll look at the pixel for it right and that's and what it's the also, pi- sorry go for, yeah. go for it i was gonna say it's also gonna people like me that i'm looking possibly to move out now i have a like familiar like layout of a phone and all that so i think it's smart for google if like try to increase their phone sales because now like if you're gonna make every phone look the same as the pixel phones that are mocking iPhones more or less mm-hmm. like it might put that blurred line in the market where why not get a pixel so yeah that's a good point um, fair yeah and the, and the pixel has always been kind of Google's way to say hey this is what we think Android should be this is how we think the software should integrate with the hardware and so I don't, it's, it's kind of on it, they're taking a strong stance by saying in there because what that agreement means that I was alluding to earlier the mobile services agreement What that's saying is if you want to use Google services on your phone, whether that be Samsung, whether it be Xiaomi, Oppo, OnePlus, whatever it might be, you have to use our gestures or you can't access our our services. And that's a much stronger stance than they've taken in the past. They usually kind of let these manufacturers do what they want. Um, I mean, back to back to just the gestures themselves. um, I don't think. And this was in the interview. I think it might have been the same interview that I was talking about with the Android Authority podcast. But I read something saying um, the Google software team, they kind of realized there's only a certain amount of ways that you can use gestures on a phone. There's only so many combinations of swipes, only so many combinations of buttons and placements of like visual elements to fully navigate a smartphone like we need it to nowadays. So they kind of came to the conclusion that um, I mean, even if the iPhone didn't exist, this would still be kind of the best, most efficient, easiest to learn way to use your phone and be able to still utilize all the functions that we've gotten used to throughout the years. Real quickly, also I'm going to throw in, I don't know if this is going to heat you guys up or not, but Here I kind of want to see where it's going to go. Um, my opinion with Apple is people always say they're late to the game with everything they do. Uh, but by being late to the game with everything they do, I think they're optimizing and making everything better than what it was that Andrews uh-huh. had for years I to agree come. With that. Like so, I mean, with the gestures, with Apple coming out with it like later, like is this just Google finally admitting like, yeah, they're better than us at what they do? It just takes a little bit longer to get there, so we're just gonna adopt it. Um, In some ways, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not for everything, granted, but right. I think this is more or less Google like being like. Yeah, 
okay, we give in. They figured out the home button better than we ever did. Uh, so we're going to use the similar software. Yeah, I think that's one that Google has to kind of concede because the pill, which is what they use in Android mm-hmm. 9 Pie, was so awful. It it was a Gross. mixture between gestures and a mixture between buns. I mean, yeah. and you had you had the option on the OnePlus 7 Pro. Did you ever use it? Hell no. <laughs> I tried it, and like again, it's just it's a mixture between buttons and gestures that makes no sense. It's kind of complex to learn. It doesn't look that good. And my biggest gripe, all of those things aside is that if you use the traditional three-button system and you use the pill system, it still takes up the same amount of space on the bottom of your phone. So it's not like the new pill or the new gestures gave you any more screen real estate, which is one of the advantages of having full-screen gestures. It will still take it up the same space and still have the same stupid white bar whenever you're using dark mode apps. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dumb. Yeah, so I, it's it solved no problems and created more problems, just like curved screens. Please listen to two weeks ago's episodes because, <laughs> God, I'm still ramped up about curved screens. <laughs> no, I think I think what you were saying, Zach, um, with like these carrier, excuse me, these phones like adopting Apple stuff is like, think about, well, take take the OnePlus for example. The mm-hmm. gestures on the OnePlus were nice; they were very fluid, but like, there's nothing in my opinion that beats apple's like fluidity when going back and forth between like apps and using the gestures there's just nothing that compares because it's just so seamless i'm sitting here playing with it as we're talking about it but like everything just pops up the animations are beautiful i mean it's just it's very slick yeah it's like it's like you don't even realize that the phone is working and doing processes in the background and that's exactly ultimately the point that's see that's like what i kind of got that exact same like um exactly what you were just saying like right. working with the OnePlus and other androids like you can tell it's kind of thinking what it's doing when you're doing it right like for example when like I used the gestures on the uh, S10 plus it was like it was very kind of just robotic yeah, feeling. Exactly. this is very smooth lightweight it's just very yeah. very easy and and to be fair like the <laughs> the watch letter candy if you're not getting into the little references I make it's an excellent show season seven drops today on the 14th <laughs> Um, hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor. Same so with the uh, Android Authority. Hashtag yeah. not a sponsor from earlier. We just appreciate them for all they do. Um, no, that's what you appreciate. That's that's what I appreciate about them. Please go watch Letter Kid. <laughs> um, but yeah, the OnePlus is the closest I've ever gotten to feeling the the same gestures on the on the iPhone, which I yeah. agree. Like that's one thing. Again, I'm a sucker for software. I love when software works really well, and that's that's like one of the only reasons I would even consider an iPhone. Um, is because of how fluid the operating system works around. And OnePlus is the closest on Android I've ever experienced that sure. even gets close to that. For sure. Yeah. I think that was definitely one of the reasons that it drew me back mm-hmm. to iPhone. It's just everything just works. Yeah. that's That should be Apple's motto. It just it kind works. Of, I mean, it kind of is like since day one. Right. I mean, yeah. yes, we do see a lot of Apple-related like problems, but like we see problems for the average person, it works. And yeah. it just works. It does it. It's like... For example, when I had my OnePlus, I struggled for the longest time trying to find a a smartwatch that just felt smooth. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that beats an Apple Apple smartwatch. Nothing yeah. that's as fluid. Nothing that works as good. It just, oh, I don't it works. think there's there. 
there shouldn't be a debate, in my opinion, that Apple has mastered the smartwatch Oh, market. yeah. There's Ooh. no debate. That's a good tease. We should do that next episode. The smartwatch battle or smartwatch I'm with wars, you, Zach. Something like that. I'm with you. There's nothing. Yeah. There's n- I mean, nothing. Right. I, will, I will take devil's advocate and advocate for Wear OS if you guys want to go on the Apple Watch. Let's, let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Debate night round Run two? It. Question mark? Is, yeah. We doing it? Yeah. I mean, let's do it, boys. Instead of public gaming number one, Evan, not Christian. <laughs> All right. I'll take that. I'll take that heat. I don't got much to stand on, but dang it, I'm going to still win that debate. I'm ready for it. Are we doing this now? Or are we no, the next no. We, I got okay. I got to get my facts in order because you know I don't <laughs> I don't have them off the top of the noggin. Right, we right better now. we better bury him. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna you, let you, you finish can, your topic, and then I'm gonna bury you. You can try, son. <laughs> Quote from last episode. If you haven't uh, listened to it, definitely go listen to that first. Man, my back's already hurting for carrying you in this next debate. Oh boy. Uh, what? <laughs> Why? Wow. We got some infighting already. I've got no problem with talking to your Apple Pro yeah, here. Point. I've been <laughs> trained in the dark arts. Prepare yourself. Jeez. <laughs> um, no, uh, one thing I had, I would like to kind of skip around here on our notes. I hope you guys are okay yeah, go with that. For it. Um, I really wanted to get into the topic of the screen protector. I was, I was too. I was looking at that. I, I was like, I hope we talk. I hope we have time to talk about that in this episode. Definitely it's really go into that because that's so interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. So the story comes from one a source we've never used before, thesun.co.uk. So it's a UK story, um, but it goes something like this. Fish and chips. <laughs> Hello, governor. <laughs> nice morning we're having. Yikes. It's so cringy. Um, <laughs> Hello. Um, okay, Hi. so <laughs> a woman in the UK purchased a gel screen protector online from one of the online retailers. When she installed it on her phone, she discovered that her husband could unlock the phone with both of his thumbs. Not just one, but both. Any finger he tried. They put that same screen protector on another S10 that her sister owned, if you care, and found that the fingerprint scanner could be fooled with any thumb on that phone too. So clearly it's not just a device issue, like per device issue. I mean, was there bubble issues though? Bubble issues? Yeah. I mean, even if there were, like, Probably that's still yeah. pretty insane. I know. Probably wasn't alluded to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when they reported the issue to Samsung, the company said it was investigating the matter and... Since then, they have admitted that it was a security issue. Now, that was over, like, their chat support, so it's not, like, an official, like, they've come out with a press release. Um, but they recommend that customers use officially licensed accessories that are specifically designed for Samsung products, end quote. Um, so, <laughs> I think what's interesting about this is this implies that anyone could buy that screen protector, which is yeah. less than four pounds, or it's basically $4 U.S., Anybody could buy that screen protector, slap it on someone's S10, and then get access to all their sensitive information, especially nowadays when banking apps, I know US Bank, it's utilize like fingerprint stuff. Yeah, they utilize fingerprint scanners. So, like, you could just get into their stuff. That's so crazy. Right. That's I guess. Now, sorry to cut you off real quick. Does this only apply to the S10? Um, they did not mention that in the article, but I would assume it applies across the S10 lineup that used gotcha. that same fingerprint scan. Gotcha. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, I was like, just looking at this article thinking like, is this Samsung's fault or is this the person that makes a screen protector's fault? Well, like, I think it's a little bit of both at the end of the day. Uh, but like, I, I think it's more the screen protector than it is Samsung. In I my mean, opinion. I, I don't know. I, I don't I'd have think to say so. That's, that's Samsung's fault. Yeah. Cause like. Because you, like if you but if you use like the Zag brand and stuff like that, they're saying it's safe. Okay, but but don't assume don't assume that the company has good intentions. Let's say that that company made it specifically so right. that people could access that. That's what I'm saying. So it'd be more on the screen protectors company than it would be Samsung. But Samsung okay, but should the, be able to, to but implement the fact their that, software to where it doesn't 
it doesn't allow that. Exactly. The fact that you could use that screen protector, that is on Samsung because they are they are riding and dying on the fact that your information is protected by that. I think it's not optical. That's supersonic fingerprint scanner. I mean, you got to think. That's on them. These huge companies, their their major point is... Major point? Major point um, <laughs> is all security-based. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things of these companies and why they implement like these in-screen fingerprints is because it's more secure. And if you are able to just slap a screen protector on, that just... That ruins their avoids whole, the entire yeah exactly. Like, imagine I mean, imagine a company makes yeah imagine a company makes a face mask for two dollars that can go through your touch ID or can go through your face ID. Like is that on yeah. is that on the face company that means or is that Apple on, is, is failing Apple? to true. be secure enough? I guess to stop half every of it product. too though is like even the day of launch of the S tens though too is uh like they've they they claim that the fingerprint isn't the most secure feature they still recommended you use your face id and things right. like that so I, I still think it's partially on that company and it's i mean i guess now they about more it's more on the user like if you if you want to be secure your phones why are you trying to pinch pennies with things that could ruin your security but think but about this but, I mean, I, i'm not like don't yeah, get yeah. me wrong i'm not saying that like samsung's not at fault they clearly are yeah but i think like we've mentioned before like the consumer also needs to take their own risk and realize that like if you spend a little bit like you have a thousand dollar phone in your pocket if you yeah. want to keep your like privacy secured spend the 30 dollars. Well, okay think about this think about this she bought that screen protector just so she can have a protective like Phone. She didn't we buy it. That? We don't know that. She, you were assuming for I her, too. I can almost guarantee you, this is a very strong assumption, but I can almost guarantee you she didn't buy the screen protector so p- other people can get into well, her yeah, phone. But I'm Why would you like, do that? So it is not necessarily like the fault of the person buying it. It's, it's. I mean, it's. there's no way it's on the, the what do user. You, what do you trust more, naturally, if you were to see a $4 screen protector online through Amazon from on some company that you don't know? Or like even not even Amazon, a, a like a cheap thing on a like outside source or something that's in a retail okay, store. Okay, the amount of time you've been talking, I've kind of forgot some of my points and it upsets me. But okay, <laughs> if you are you said it yourself, if you're buying a thousand dollar phone, it should not be able to be fooled by a four dollar screen protector. Boom, when you're, when you're buying a thousand dollar phone, you should be able to use the features that it has on the phone without having to worry about security problems. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. But got but, it. But they've already like in that thousand dollar phone though. They've already admitted that it has faults. It has faults, but it should not be able to be like. I don't even know what the technology is in that screen protector. Or I'm lack pretty thereof. sure it's sonar. This the fingerprint scanner. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a supersonic. It's a sonar reader, which is supposed to be more secure than a optical fingerprint reader, which is used by OnePlus. So like, it's supposed to be the most secure form of fingerprint authentication right. and so clearly think, there is a problem there. i think we need an investigation let's go buy a ton of four dollar screen protectors for your one plus and let's see if you have the same issues i mean i'm totally done okay <laughs> more, hey, we can more buy t- that we can buy that four dollar one and slap it on a one of our coworkers. yeah hopefully it has an oleophobic coating and then it just solves all my problems like listen go. to the yeah it's a real issue too. Yeah. i hate it but anyways i don't know i i think you should yes you should accept some for example, on the OnePlus 6, I accepted that the face unlock is not the most secure thing, and like it, it's not using a 3D map like Apple does. So yeah, somebody could pull up a picture and like theoretically get into my phone. So I accept that. But like, I don't know, being able to be fooled by by a security measure like that is that kind of falls on the company if they don't disclaim yeah, it. And Samsung does dis- does say that their fingerprint scanner is one of the most secure forms of unlocking the face unlock is not that secure on the samsung they recommend you use the fingerprint scanner for that reason yeah they know that sucks yeah (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't think I can be convinced otherwise. I'm stuck in my ways no matter what you say. <laughs> I think Zach I got tried. buried in this episode. Two v ones, man. It's kind of that's kind of one of the downsides of having a three person podcast. I feel like is... <laughs> like I didn't take that as much to heart as Evan does though. Yeah, what? Evan's got a. <laughs> Evan's got a way of pouting. A of course, bit. he missed all of that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He doesn't pout. He just kind of looks like you're pouting sometimes, but I know you're not. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. I do love how like <laughs> it's like I get it every day from you guys, yeah. so uh, I'm chill. I'm, I'm used to the abuse, is what he's saying. <laughs> exactly. I do love how like Samsung, like Samsung themselves, the spokeswoman that they said they had, I like, kind of sided with me. We're like, well, we're looking into it, but like, hey, what are you doing? Buy the, buy the real stuff. Like, <sighs> yeah. I, again, my my biggest counterpoint to that is like if you're if you leave your phone on a okay this doesn't happen but if you leave your phone on a on a table in a starbucks for example and you're enjoying your mocha latte and somebody comes up throws that screen protector on your phone gets into it and takes it like that's that's that impressive that dude put a screen protector down you don't even so that's like, you don't even have to like put it on like superficially you can just like lay it over top of the screen and put your thumb on it well, like hmm. even if like okay. someone stole your phone i guess i misinterpreted that then because, like, if you can just slap it down real quick and use your finger, like, yeah. I thought it had to be, like, fully applied, no, like, no. no, like, no bubbles, like, no seams or anything. Like, things that, like, people pay for, like, installs and stuff like that on, like, to get rid of those. But, yeah, I guess if you can just slap that thing down, it's pretty Slap it issue. on with yeah. the might of I guess I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't fully caught up on this article as you two were. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty big issue. <laughs> yeah, that's a big I problem. Will, I will still take that L. You guys, you guys buried me. Uh, but I'm also now on your side now that I realize you can just <laughs> slap that thing on. Oh, uh, and with that L, I think we can kind of wrap up this sode, bro. What do you think? I would uh, I would definitely agree with that. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the eighth episode of the Phone Buzz Podcast, a show brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast, and remember to share the show with friends and family. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Zach Whitney. <laughs> I'm Christian Crawford. That timing was perfect. It was awesome. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. Bye. Peace.